Hey, this is Mike underscore of the Time Pals, and this week Brett the Bortman Baker takes a look at the rise and fall of Mini Lad. Children do not accept candy from this man. I want to share this more as from an actual fan of Mini Lad, which I was a fan of Mini Lad. And Mini Lad, I just want to talk more as a as a, you know as watching him for all these years, and then watching the the downfall and how really how bad it went. You know, so so Mini Lad is his real name is Craig Thompson. He's a uh, Irish YouTuber. Uh, he came up. He started to become really popular around uh 2014 2015 he um he came up with the uh the vanos gaming crew vanos vanos gaming is a guy named uh, evan fong he was a call of duty streamer everyone on youtube all these um let's play guys and everyone who who does uh you know gang everyone like jack septicai and pewdiepie and all the guys that uh train wrecks that we like to talk about wanted to aspire to they all wanted to aspire to be like a markiplier or a jacksepticeye and they all started the same way you all start on call of duty 4 that's where this all began because that really was the big game that really did it you know so so many many started his channel now i forgot his name there was another guy who had, it was it was something lad um and he was he was a uh, another streamer he wasn't part of the van house crew but he used to play with uh craig and Craig kind of wanted to kind of adopt the lad thing. So it, he became like a mini lad because the other guy had the, the, the lad surname already. So that's kind of where he got the mini lad thing. And he started gaining some traction uh, as a Call of Duty streamer. And uh, at some point around the uh, 2014-15 time period, he uh, hooked up with Vanoss. And they all started playing uh, Gary's Mod together. Gary's Mod is great. Gary's Mod is just uh, an infinite amount of possibilities. You can upload any 3D model from any video game. Uh, so, you know, it's just infinite amount of things you can just come up with on the fly. So the Vanoss gaming crew on the map was playing Gmod and they were getting the, the fan numbers like crazy. And uh, so you had... You know, the Vanos Gaming crew, you had guys like uh, Ohmwrecker and H2O Delirious, who I think I think he's probably the most popular out of all the guys. I know Vanos was the kind of the he's kind of the leader of the whole group, but I think H2O Delirious really. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, it was Grand Theft Auto 5. That's how long that game has been around. 2013 and yeah grand theft auto 5 was and they're and they're they're just it's just come it's it's about to be re, uh, released on on uh, ps5 it's it's a cash cow so they they just they're they, they're making a grand theft auto is making a selfish decision they're like we're not ready to let go of this cash cow we like do more work and have you know artistic integrity or do minimal work and get millions of dollars i mean I know, I know what I choose, and it, is, it ain't integrity, baby. Uh, so, so eventually, uh, so Minis does a lot of games, a lot of a lot of uh, collab videos with the Vanos crew, and uh, and they and they all have some branching out videos that were great. Uh, 
Minnie was playing a lot with this guy, another Irish um, uh, Irish YouTuber named Terrorizer. Terrorizer's great. Terrorizer's kind of like a angry Irish Terminator, you know? But, I mean, that's just kind of his. So he starts branching off on his own. He starts doing, um, I think what really put it on the map for me was uh, I loved his uh, Ready 50, uh, Reddit 5050 videos. You know, Reddit 5050, where it's like you have a 5050 shot of you seeing a cute puppy or somebody with their hand that got caught in a meat grinder and you got you click the button and it's like here you go let's find out <laughs> you're like oh it's the hand in the meat grinder and i'm scarred for life <laughs> so that's that is the same you know that is the same concept with reddit 5050 so i think i think uh mini got a lot of traction from those videos and then continuing to do um uh gmod stuff um any any kind of let's plays and so so as 2015 goes on, he gets, um, I think he's, he was up to about 300,000 subscribers by, by 2015. And um, a moment of interest, I like to say, is um, in December of 2015, he made uh, a video when he got over 300,000 subscribers about wanting to uh, stay connected to his fans and do a lot more meetups and do a lot more Comic-Cons and stuff like that. That's kind of a point of interest to me, knowing his, you know, what the what the end of this thing is going to be. What kind of fans are you looking to meet up with there, Mini? So around 2016, he starts to get this kind of rift going with the Vanos crew. There's a healthy way to just kind of disconnect and kind of be a solo guy. But to kind of make a statement that you're going solo... And that you're gonna, there's gonna be less and less collabs in the future. It's kind of like, you know, you don't really have to do that. You can just go solo and stop collabing, you know. And if anyone asks you in live streams, you go, "Well, I just wanted to go on my own." You know, you you can do it in a way that doesn't sound like you're yelling at this group of friends you have, going, "Hey guys, I'm not gonna be playing with you anymore. <laughs> I want to do my own thing," you know. So he starts a he and then he does uh there's a, he does, borrows a lot from other YouTubers. He did he took the meme review from PewDiePie, which a lot of guys a lot of guys meme review is hey and and as a as a fan as as a watcher of all these guys that's that's fine with me. I don't mind getting different memes from all different YouTubers. No no fault there you know. But uh, it was the he would do these. I think it was about once a month. If we're lucky, it would be every twice a month on a Saturday. He would do these meme streams. He would do a live stream on YouTube where he'd come on for an hour or two hours. And uh, he would do these fan fan submitted memes where they would send uh, memes onto this kind of live feed. And he can't control them. They just kind of people pay money and pump all these memes into it. And man, that is some of the most entertaining stuff I have seen on YouTube. My God, that's where, that's where I've gotten all my memes from. Started peaking Minnie's popularity. I remember there was one uh, meme stream where he had over a million or close to a million people watching the meme stream. And I went, this is unheard of. I'm like, even your biggest YouTubers, you got guys like like PewDiePie who are like, if they do a live stream, you know, he'll have over a million people out of the 100 million subscribers that he has. I'm like this is this is nuts for a guy with five million subscribers to have a, a fifth of his audience show up for the beam stream, and then uh, and then he's we got to talk about his charity work. He started uh he started this charity, yeah, the Thirst Project, which 
which builds pipelines in third world countries, water pipelines. And he, he, got, he actually got several uh, humanitarian awards and, you know, yeah, uh, philanthropy awards and stuff. There was a, there was a big, there's a big award show for that. And he won like the big award for like, you know, philanthropist of the year. And stuff. Like, I mean, this dude, like he got up there, man, dude was on, on a, on a live TV show, not like live on, on prime time, but you know, I was like, wow, man, he's really kicking it. A pathway that I think he, he really could have gone somewhere good. Oh, and I forgot to mention he went on tour as well, um, which really only only the real big guys tour like Mark. I remember Markiplier toured, PewDiePie toured, I think Jack toured, but and that's those those and they're the three the three big dogs of YouTube. Other than that, I'm like, is Minnie? Minnie's the only other guy that I knew that that had a successful tour. I think it was only a matter of time and. As the more we learn about his character, you're like, you know, a guy who wants to kind of just be the center of center of attention, you know. The first real sign of trouble, and when I saw this story, I was still pretty, pretty gung ho. Mini, I was still real and really in support of Mini, and I was, you know, I thought he was the the greatest. You know, I thought he was great, and I didn't believe it. But uh, he was doing a meme stream in uh, 2019. Oh, and yeah, did I mention that at this point he had over 5 million subscribers on YouTube, which is just, you know, bonkers, bonkers. I mean, he was the, he, he had a real quick sense of humor for things. He was really quick to know the right meme and the right reaction to, and he was really, um, he was really quick with, um, quick to post videos on time and uh he had built an audience he had made care uh, made, made uh had taken attention to building an audience and catering to them he knew what his audience wanted yeah without pandering it's like what do you guys want to see and and they we had our own you know he had built a kind of a language with his audience like the the gnome that jumps on screen and he's like, I'm not a Ganelf, I'm not a Ganoblin, I'm a gnome, and you've been gnome. And it's like the next level Rick Rick Roll meme. The, the mini fans on the meme stream started just 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 flaming him with this gnome meme, you know, and uh, and it just just made it just made mini furious, like fake, like play furious, you know what I mean? And that's what I loved about it, about his his kind of like like. I'm going to lose my fucking mind if you send me an internet. And then the way, then people would hide the meme in other videos. You know what I mean? Like you'd, you'd have a video play of something really nice and really great. Look at this cool lightning storm. Watch the water come in. And right at the end of the video, it's like, whoop, knew it would be a gnome. And he's like, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Give the audience what they want, you know. Uh, you know, with having a YouTube career is listen to your audience. Give them what they want. Simple as that. Don't do what you want. I mean, do what you want to a degree. But if people are like, okay, if you're going to do video game reviews, we want you to do only, you know, like we want you to do more of these kind of games. It's like, you got to do that or, you know, it's not going to happen for you. But some guys will put out, you know, some, some YouTubers will put out a schedule. Like, this is the games we're going to play this month. And I'm like, mm, no, not so much. You know what I mean? You're almost, you're, you're predisposing your your views 
you're basically telling the audience, if especially if the audience doesn't want to see that game, you're telling the audience, I'm not going to get any views on this video on March 28th. Because <laughs> this is the game I'm going to be playing. And it's a game that nobody, wanna watch, nobody wants to watch me play. Okay, so then we start. This is the first sign of trouble. In 2019, he's doing a meme stream. And somebody tips... And then does um, has a comment about how come we don't see you playing with the Vanos crew anymore? And Minnie says I would play with them, but they kicked me out of their chat. That's fine. I'll just I'm happier doing my own thing. And everyone's kind of like, oh, wow, that's kind of messed up. And like, why did they kick you out of their chat? It's kind of threw shade at Vanos, the Vanos crew, the whole crew. So of course they're gonna reply. So Vanos himself replied with like. We, we never kicked him out of our chat. He left our chat. Uh, so that was the first sign of trouble. It was like, hmm, okay. We have conflicting arguments here. Okay, interesting. So then it goes on. Remember Terrorizer that I talked about earlier? You know, his name, uh, Brian Hanby. He's a, so Brian is, a, is in doing his stream uh, a couple of days later. And so he says, so why don't you play with Minnie anymore? And he goes, well... I don't really want to play with Minnie anymore because I don't like to play with people who talk bad about my friends. He went on his his stream and talked bad about my friends. So so don't talk about us for no reason. You know, he says he got kicked out of our chat, but we didn't kick him out of our chat. He decided he didn't want to play with us anymore. So Minnie Lad has this kind of he has this video where he's doing some stuff and then playing some Grand Theft Auto or something like that, and then he goes, Let's let's talk real for a second. Uh, he goes, you know, I'm trying to do some stuff in my life and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm working on myself. This is the first kind of instance of like mental health. He starts talking about my mental health and I'm just working on myself and, you know, things are getting better. I mean, I talked to Brian, talked to terrorizer the other day and we made up and we're going to get to a better place. So, you know, that's good. And then <laughs> the next day somebody tells you know, Brian about this and Brian's like, he's full of shit. We, that never happened. We never talked to each other. We and we didn't make up. So now Minnie's against the wall because now his his fan base. And at, at first I was like, "Man, fuck Brian! Like, why didn't he just take the guy's apology?" And I didn't really have the full story. So then Minnie posts this big long tweet on Twitter, and I'm not I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing. I'm just going to paraphrase the whole. He brought up this story about how uh, how Brian had said, "quote." Uh, you're you're fucked up in the head, and you gotta you gotta take care of that, you know, before you fuck up our business. That's what Minnie said. Quote, "You're fucked up in the head," and that's so he said. Brian told me I'm. Brian said I was fucked up in the head, and that that was that hurt me so much that I guess got mad at Brian, and uh, and that's why we stopped talking. I, I'm guessing he's thinking that if I say some crazy shit, like he won't have the balls to tweet back at me. But if you know Terrorizer or watch any of Terrorizer's videos, Brian, he seems like a nice guy, but he also doesn't put up with any shit. He's the Terrorizer. His mascot is the fucking Terminator. Yeah, so so Brian says that's that's not what happened at all. And and what you're trying to do right now, Minnie, is you're trying to control the, the narrative. Cherry picking parts of the con- the argument that we had. And Minnie tweets back at him, that was a near quote which is a phrase to me that I just love and I want to work that phrase into my my future conversations. 
you said, quote, fuck me. And it's like, no, I never said that. Well, it was a near quote, like a near miss, right? <laughs> you know? So the, uh, so many tweets it was a near quote, which makes, which is, which is useless. The, the term near quote means nothing. Just <laughs> So Brian tweets back at him. He goes, let me tell you what you really said. He said, you said, Brian, you know how bad my mental struggles are. And my dog just died, Brian. To which I quoted back at you, yeah, Minnie, well, my dad just died and you know. But that's also not an excuse to mistreat others because of personal fucking issues. So you get the whole story from Brian and you're like, Minnie, you have the nerve to say to somebody, I have mental issues, leave me alone. My dog died. To a guy whose dad just died? And then uh, Daffy Nanogla, you know, no, yeah. So he gets in and uh, and and tweets uh, Minnie and says, uh, "You say you don't want to tweet because I want." Finally, uh, Minnie Minnie tweets back like, "We should discuss this in our DMs." Like you brought it out to the public, and now you're going, "Hey, hey, hey! If you want to keep doing this, let's go to the DMs." It's like, well, why didn't you do it in the DMs initially, then, Minnie? So Nogla goes. Uh, if you really want to talk in the DMs, then delete these tweets and go talk to the DMs. And Minnie replies, this is the oddest thing. Minnie replies, but but Brian had a platform to respond to me on, and I didn't have a platform. And Nogla responds, what are you talking about? Show me, he goes, send me a link. Show me the proof that of Brian's specific platform you're talking about when did brian complain about this he's responding to your public platform he goes and so he finally he's just like seriously craig just delete the tweets in which many did you got you got the idea that left then and that left people like me going like hmm okay i know brian doesn't know me but i kind of feel like i owe brian an apology because now i'm I, first, first I, was like, I was like fuck terrorizer terrorizer's a fucking asshole why doesn't he just leave Minnie alone? So let's get to the meat of the story. So the the allegations of misconduct with underage fans. So, you know, Craig goes back to doing his solo thing and everything's kind of just, you know, it just goes back to somewhat the way it was, you know. But then these allegations, these rumors start to circulate within his community about these weird allegations i think the, the first story i heard was there was somebody he was um at some charity event and there was a he commented on some girl's ass you know and she was you know she was under 18 and it's like uh, oh here it goes or she's like he said something like oh, she's got a fat ass already and you're like already what is what does already mean you know we're, well, we're not there yet. You're getting rumblings. We're getting rumblings, but we don't have actual legitimate allegations. That's until um, a girl uh, named, I'll just call her Haley. I don't need to out her whole name. This girl Haley on Twitter says, uh, you know, she comes right out on Front Street and says, Craig, um, Craig manipulated me. And and he and so, and then she get, put out all the tweets of of their you know conversations and it's really rough you know, and then another girl named Ash, same thing he uh, he was 
he was saying stuff about, uh, you know, Ash was, I think Ash was 16 or 17 and, um, you know, saying stuff about, you know, wanting her to, uh, come by his house in LA if she, while she's there or, you know, if I forgot where she lived, he said, Oh, I might be on tour. Can I come by your house? And I'm like, bro, she's 17, you know, <laughs> and it's all, it's all on these text messages, you know? And, and with the thing with, uh, Haley or Hallie, um, is that she was defending Craig at first until she saw the tweets from Ash, and then she's like, "Oh, he's doing the same to me because he's been gaslighting." I'll just I'll just read a few back and forths between him and him and Hallie. What was uh, girl? You have no idea. It's not it's not that small, but uh, I don't have a problem fitting. That's for sure. She's like, "Yeah, you already said that to me. You said it would be a big problem." Fuck, I get the pun thing, but and he he puts he puts don't act like it's a bad thing. This is just my life. <laughs> You're like, oh no! <laughs> uh, and then here's another one from Ash, who she, she started texting him when she was drunk. She told him he was she was drunk, and oh boy, you said you were drunk. You said you were when you were drunk. You were gonna send me a little something. Wink, wink. Ugh. I didn't even mean for that message to be such a weird thing. And he said, do it. I believe in you. Do it. Send me something for me. It's been weeks. I'm sad. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know if it's worse. Maybe it's on par, but it's a diff- It's a sidestep. It's different. He says that he did it because he was suicidal. And he figured he had nothing left to lose. Might as well try to have sex with a 17-year-old. Which he didn't, he just, you know, you'd think he would realize it's like, if I knew I was going to die, or if I wanted to die anyway, my dream is not to have sex with an underage girl. Most people's dream is not to have sex with a minor. It's not a dream. My dream would be like... I don't know what my dream is. I'm not going down that road, Michael. (laughs) I have therapy tomorrow. I'll work it out then. Right now, I guess the trouble kind of started back in uh, sophomore. You know, I'm just kidding. Anyways. (laughs) Honestly, that's... I Honestly, I have therapies on Monday. That's tomorrow, brother. You don't have to worry about that tonight. Um, So, yeah, he blames it on being suicidal, which is even worse. Which is, in my opinion, than saying I wanted to help these girls was saying... I want to die anyway, so if I'm going to go, if I'm going to die, I'm going to go out having underage, you know, sex on minor. So, and everyone kind of calls him on his bullshit, you know. And he had a girlfriend at the time that he he broke up with right before all the allegations started coming forward. And, And then after he admitted actually saying all these things and admitted that all the text messages were true, so it was like, it's not looking good for you. So... He said, like, you know what, I'm going to step away and get therapy and kind of stuff like that. And everyone's kind of like, oh, good, you know, whoopee, yippee, skippy. You know what I mean? Which, you know, I don't know what the, the answer is, you know, but I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's for many to decide what the answer addressed his fan. So he said uh, instead, he said, I'm going to therapy every week and uh, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to go do therapy and try to better myself. So he left the internet, you know, or whatever. And he was gone for a month. (laughs) Which, which if he was going to therapy every week, which we had to imagine just one session a week. So he started uploading regularly again and people started 
calling him on his bullshit, his his subscriber numbers started dropping. I think people calling him on his shit wasn't enough for many. It was when his subscriber count started dwindling that he was like, ooh, better. So he makes an apology video. He makes an apology video and he says, uh, there's some stuff I have to work on and there's some quote-unquote instances that have come up, you know, and, um, you know, so there's some things that have happened that, you know, have kind of led me to the current situation. I mean, and he's, he's dancing around the situation when everybody knows what the situation is. So it's just like, it's just ludicrous. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Like release the actual apology video. What are you thinking? They're all public. And he's still going, what are some things that happened? And I kind of got to apologize for that. He makes a second apology video. A second apology video. He acknowledges. He said some stuff to uh, Hallie. And he said some stuff to the girl Ash. And he apologizes for the stuff he said. And that he's working on himself. And it's still like, what What are you doing, man? That's you, All you did was say, I'm sorry. And that's it. So that goes over worse than the first apology. So he makes a third apology of video. So this time he says... I ruined a friendships with, with, with Hallie, Hallie and Ash, and it was all my fault, and I feel horrible, and it was all my fault that I did this, and it was because I was so depressed and suicidal that I did this. And uh, so I have to go away and really do some soul searching, and so I'm really going away this time to figure out what to do, you know? <laughs> so he finally, finally really, you know, walked out the door for about three months <laughs> and he was on t- he i don't he was he a video surfaced of him on tmz and i'm like this is kind of what i was talking about earlier mike about like he, i can see him on tv one day because he was actually on tv one day he was on tmz and they went hey mini lad love your youtube videos and i'm like for real tmz watches youtube videos and he says, oh, nothing, you know, I haven't been on YouTube for a while. I've been dealing with some personal issues. And he kind of goes over, he skims over everything like apology number one. Like he doesn't want to tell TMC about it, you know. So it's like, man, this is not going to help either, you know. And he's like, but I'm looking to get back on YouTube within the next month. So I'm like, so four months. So it's just about four months. And he came back on the YouTube, and he had uh, he had lost a lot of weight, and he's working out every day, and, and he's kind of restructured his YouTube to be like, I'm going to be a travel vlog, and I'm, you know, so he made a video about like I I spend one night camping off the side of a mountain, you know, like where you you have that suspended tent, and he's like, and I'm going to do crazy stuff, and I'm going to do on travel, I'm going to spend uh, an entire day in the hottest location in in the country, and. Arizona, where it gets 175 degrees, or he walks out to the middle of the desert. And he does that for about six videos before going back to just doing the meme stream and playing video games. And so now he's back to doing what he normally does. It was the end of the, uh, yeah, the end of the wild, crazy, I'm, I'm now a man versus wild. I've changed my life. And now we're right back to see you on the meme stream on Saturday. Like nothing ever happened. So that's where this story, that's where this story is right now. He's right back to normal. He's, I think he's, let's see what his, his 
YouTube subscriber count is right now. Let's see. So he was at five million. He's at he's at four million subscribers. So he lost a million subscribers. I think he had lost like two million subscribers at one point, and he gained a bunch back when he became like a travel vlog. Like I'm not travel vlog now. So at the end of the day, four point eight million subscribers. He didn't learn nothing. He didn't get any consequences, and he learned nothing. He, he got no consequences, and now he's just back to doing what he did. It's kind of like watching a guy, he's almost in no man's land, because he can't really say, well, we're going to go do another tour. Like, he's, the difference, here's the big difference, is that it's kind of, it's pretty much the same, but he's not on a trajectory course anymore. He's not getting bigger anymore. He's like, the sky's, the sky's not the limit anymore. You know, because he's a creepo and everybody knows he's a creepo. So he has a ceiling now, right? Well, I, the, what I take away from it is that uh, the internet um, is still pretty lawless. If you want to, if you want to like try to, get a 17 year old girl to send you a picture of her in her bra and panties I guess you can still kind of do that if you're a creepo like Mindy and there's not a real crime there I mean there is I mean it's it's become it's become established 